Welcome to Brain Boom, the only podcast that provides daily, actionable, and science-backed self-improvement tips from entrepreneurs, artists, and athletes like you who practice what they say and live what they do. Let's start leveling up your life with your host, Matt West. Essentially, like the people that have the stigma or it's attached to the stigma, they don't want to go to talk space or they don't want to go to headspace because there's still like a stigma because you're still have you still have to be associated with I'm going to see a therapist. You know what I'm saying? Opposed to like uh, the and we kind of talked about this last time connecting it to like it, it is more like it's cooler to like go to a mental performance instead of I'm going to see a therapist. Does it make sense? Come on, that's my life's work, brother. We were the ones we, we were the ones who we were bro, we were the ones who normalized it. So I'm sending you pictures. My whole work the first twelve years was all normalization. That's why I went and talked to these kids and got them to the NBA, bro. Like they didn't know any different. They didn't know the stigma. I went at them like it was a skill. I don't even use the word mental health, bro. It's all mental skills. Mental health's the back end. Mental skills is like the front end. So I'm showing you some pictures of like Bro, we just bring hella swag to it. I knew what I had, what I was teaching these guys. Yeah, they would always like I. I want to take this to like to the level of like calm, because this literally like, and I know the the mission's there. Like I, like the mission's already there, and and the cause and and the platform and everything is there. It's literally like this. It, it's it's literally a trillion dollar industry. Like it's not. Mm. It's like there's no, like yeah. It's it's super crazy. Like the article I just read, it, they said it's a trillion dollars because there's so many undiagnosed people that are not seeking help, right? And yeah, it's just. Well, like, even when you say the word undiagnosed, you're basically just saying just someone's not working out. It's not like they're undiagnosed, they're just not doing anything. Yeah, so they're like, not so, doing anything to it. So it's not that. like, this is what I'm saying. It's not like you go diagnose someone health wise, like, hey, you're unhealthy. No, this fucker's just not working out. Like, everyone is going to be shitty if you're not working out. So it's not like it's undiagnosed. You have to skillfully work on this. You don't need a diagnosis. You just have to be alive, and then you have to fucking do work. That's the whole thing. Like, thing that, like, something's wrong with you when you do it, that's the problem. We don't even go at it like something's wrong with you. That's the problem. See, the language you're using, like a diagnosis, all of that is a problem. We just go do it because you need it. I don't ask people questions if they want it. They just need it because you're alive. They just weren't taught any of that. So we don't use any of that language. I'm not like 70% aren't diagnosed. I'm just like, they're just not working out. Like you yeah, need to start I, working I agree, out, bro. Yeah, I agree with that 100% because I worked in the school system and I would diagnose kids know, with bro. ADHD. And I, I, like, it's hard because I didn't believe in that. I believe no. that you have certain strengths and if there's certain areas you need to improve, then this is what you need to do. Like, like I just, agree that don't even use the word diagnosis. Get at them like a great coach, bro. That's how we beat the stigma. Like all these NBA players I worked with, that's how I got at them. I wasn't like you have a problem as a diagnosis. I just was teaching with hella game. And they'd be like, bro, what is this? And I'd be like, it's game. And I would just teach it to them and leave. And they'd be like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, bro, <laughs> I, I can deliver it to you without fucking, like, get out of the academic shit, bro. That's the shit that fucking kills it. Because then it turns into like a diagnosis and we're going to have a, we're going to, like, fix your problem. It's like, all that shit is trash, bro. That leads to suicide. Like, 
less than zero, less than one percent of anyone is born with something really severe. Like you can't do shit about bipolar. You can't like work your way through that with mindfulness. Bro, that's less than one percent. Most people they just don't work out. So yes, you have a series of fucking things, but it's nothing to tell like a real severe thing. You know, bipolar, schizophrenia, that shit's real. That shit's right, right, real. Right. And but that's, that's a, all, that's a all, small percentage. Bro, yeah. way less than a small percentage. It's like almost nobody. I'm talking like no. everything else is just because they just don't work out. And so all of a sudden, like anxiety, all that stuff just builds. They just don't know how to deal. It's just like someone has a heart attack. It's like, bro, I've never worked out in my life. You're like, well, of course you had a heart attack. <laughs> like, of course you did. Like, that's how it works. That's how this shit works. So this inner world, anyway, everything we've done is to like, promote it from a positive, proactive way. So it's proactive mental skills training. I don't even fuck with mental health. I fuck with proactive mental skills training. Mental health is like a surgery for a surgeon. It's like if you're going to go to the doctor by the time you need surgery, you have missed the whole thing, you know? So anyway, clearly I have a strong opinion about it, and that's how my mission has come out. No, I, no, I, no, I, I, love, I love it. So tell, me, we, tell, we, me more we, about, yeah, yeah. tell me more about how it was conceived. Like what was that like in the beginning? Because that, that's, that's powerful right yeah. there. Uh, well, when I was 19, I was going through a super rough depression. My first year of college basketball, just my whole life kind of caught up to me, and I was just like, man, I'm, I'm in trouble. And I reached out to my mom and said, I need help. And she was like, hey, you know, you can rewire your brain. And I was like, I don't even know what that means, but I hear hope. And she introduced me to my teacher, and this is 1997, and then she, this is a, she was a spiritual teacher, really, and so taught me the power of affirmations and I didn't even know the word mindfulness and all that shit back then we were just we were meditating she didn't tell me what we were doing she just said close your eyes and we just got right to it and I learned compassion I learned that I wasn't what I do I just learned all these incredible spiritual practices that completely changed my life and I started doing the work and she mentioned she was like look you have to practice being present like every it's a skill now that you're here and you're not living pre-living or reliving or living this anxious future or fearful past you got to practice being here. And I was like, oh, it's a skill? She was like, yeah. And I was like, why the hell wasn't I taught this skill when I was a kid? Why am I getting it through a crisis? And, I, and the, like the light bulb went off my head and was like, this is wrong how we're going about it. Like I got lucky and found her. And she's profound, you know. But I'm like the lucky one. And I did the work and then realized no one else was doing the work. And in fact, there was a stigma against it. And I was like, oh, shit. We got problems. Like, this is the greatest gift in the world, right? And people are actually running against it. People's own intelligence makes them run against this because they, they're not willing to be vulnerable or uncomfortable or they think it's soft doing this work. And I know this to be the most badass work I've ever, ever seen in my life. It takes way more courage, way more everything to do this work than to go lift weights or do anything like that. So I was like, this is badass work. And fast forward a couple years, I finished playing college basketball, came out into the uh, world in like 2001 when I graduated. And I met a Donald Foyle who played for the Warriors at the time. And we were vibing and he was like, hey man, you ever heard of sports psychology? And I was like, I, I have not, but I knew in that moment, that was my, that was my way to deliver the, like this game that I had. I was like sports psychology, perfect. That's combining sport and psychology. I'm not, they weren't even the word spirituality, but I was like, close enough. And then everyone was like, you know, there's hell of stigmas against this and like, there's no job. <laughs> I was like, I think I give a fuck about any of that. Like, I'm on a mission. This shit is so powerful in me. And the light was coming through me so strong. And it just told me, go proactively teach kids, help them get to the NBA, 
normalize this. And that was the mission. And I had, and I, that's what I did. So I went down to Mission High School where I'm from in San Francisco, volunteered as a JV basketball coach, and just set off on my mission to like teach it and normalize it and integrate it within everything we're doing within the realm of a basketball coach. And if I was like, I can teach it to 14 year olds, I can teach it to anybody. And so I worked on a language called play present. I came up with the skill next play speed, which was how fast can you fail and move forward? And that's all we did is worked on being present and how fast we can move forward after making mistakes. That was it. That was the whole program. That was it. And I said, man, I'll stay here four years, graduate a class and move on. And by the fourth year, we were the best team in San Francisco in the public schools. And so I was like, man, I ended up staying six years because we were winning championships and shit was happening so big. And, you know, fast forward to 2017, Mission High School in San Francisco won the state title for the, and it's the first public school in San Francisco history to ever win a state title in basketball. That's 115 years of basketball. And that was the first school to ever do it. And the, the blueprint was being present in next play speed. So I've seen it do like revolutionary things when you implant this stuff in people's minds and then grow and skill teach it to them, like walk it out. Like I don't work with people for an hour. I'll work with them for 10 years, you know? So after mission, um, I started meeting a whole bunch of young kids and teaching them, you know, met Aaron Gordon when he was, you know, 11. We really started vibing when he was 13. His first game was at mission high school in San Francisco. Um, you know, then I started getting invited to all these basketball camps with really good players. And I would just ask who was in, you know, I would do mental training presentations and kind of look around and see who had an open eye. And I saw Jalen Brown looking at me, Marcus Smart looking at me, Zach Levine. I would just see these new players, you know, Carl Towns, and they'd be like, I'm in. And I knew right away to bet on those guys because when all the talent and physicality is equal, I was like the ones who are open to this are going to for sure make it. And so it just kept going and going. And by 2014, Aaron made the NBA. 2015, Carl Towns was the first pick. 2016, Ben Simmons was the first pick. So all these people I've been working with were just making it, and they were just like here. And then um, my book, Play Present, got acquired by Lucid. It became an app. I became the voice and the content of the app. And then everything just kind of snowballed after that, you know? And wow. it's not now it's super normal, right? But from 2004 to, to 20, I'd say 16, that's when I was just doing the work hardcore. And then it all, in my, for me in 2016, everything just blew up. And became totally normal you know now lebron's with tom like it's completely completely normalized so that part of my mission is done like the normalization part is done it's totally normal now you got guys winning dunk contests who are doing this shit you know like zach and aaron i I work with both those dudes and so you're like check it out it's as cool as it gets right so this is normal now these dudes will talk about it ben simmons will talk about it i've done a bunch of articles and news on it so now the mission is give access to kids so now that it's here and basically, if you're not doing mental training, that's the worst. That stigma's worse now if you're not doing it. Like, if you're not doing it, what's wrong with you? Like, why would you not be doing it? Like, it's just crazy. And it doesn't matter if your old man didn't do it. He's clueless. It's about you coming up doing it. Like, you need to be doing it. And the kids get it. The old people, you know, older, 45, some of them don't understand. And just fucking let them go. Don't even follow them. They, they're just not going to make it. And so anyone doesn't fuck with mental health, mental skills, clearly they're going to have a hard time in life. This generation coming up knows it. Clearly, the basketball players know it. So now the whole mission is give access to people, right? And that's why we're doing a movie right now called Moving Months. We're filming a docu-series on me and Aaron Gordon and our whole journey. And so we're just we're putting that out there so everyone knows, like, check it out. Here's what it looks like. 
go be a part of Calm or Lucid or Headspace or, you know, train the mind. Like, just do something. Make sure you're working on your inner game. Uh, Ricky Rubio, who I train, um, he has one of the best approaches I've seen. He was like, Graham, I use Calm, Headspace, and Lucid. And I rotate all three of them, like trainer, right? You don't want to hear the same voice every day. You got to mix it up, you know? And I was like, beautiful, Ricky. That's how you do it. So you're hearing pros knowing they apply the workouts mentally just like they do physically. You can't do the same physical workout every day. That's foolish. So mixing it up, you know, changing everything, they know to do that mentally. So whether it's Andy's voice on Headspace or me and George's voice on Lucid or, you know, Calm now has a bunch of folks and LeBron, like, find the one that works or, you know, with train the mind, what we did was we, I brought on a whole bunch of coaches. So now you have like a gym, you go hit train the mind, you can go work out whatever you want. You can work out with the Mavericks mental coach, the jazz mental coach, the Clippers mental coach and work out with me. You can work out with Onika who like basically is doing huge things with Canada basketball. Um, so here we are. So we're basically making movies, posters, and you know, what's next is gear, swag, chains, stuff that like is normal for people and but has intention and it has more purpose to it than just a look so we want to draw people in from the outside in right because that's meeting kids where they are it's not about being like hey get off your phone or like what are you doing it's like no that's what that's what they're doing meet them there that's why we built lucid because it's on a phone and we were like dude just get on the phone and check it out um i just sent you a picture of aaron gordon with palms down palms down is one of our it's like our, our new mission to show people body language when things don't go your way. Think about what people usually do when something doesn't go their way, right? Their palms are up. They totally victimize themselves. They look to the side like, what's going on? You know, why's there a bad call? Or, you know, so total victimization. Palms down is the opposite. You put your palms down. You go, no, I'm going to own this moment. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to fucking be here. I'm doing my thing, right? It's the opposite. Third level is palms together. You're actually thankful for all the challenges you're in. Now, that's a super high level. But everyone can start with palms down. That picture before that is me and Aaron Gordon standing by a blackboard that says train the mind. And we basically took that picture to end the stigma, bro. We were like, if you don't think this, if you think this shit is soft, you are fucking crazy. Like you are insane. So that picture was our stigma killer. And then before that, the one is just me, Aaron, and his dog. Like that's what working out looks like. We're just chatting. I'm rebounding, giving him game. And then the picture before that, that's some of the train the mind staff. We're just like regular cats doing our thing, right? Like, why would you not want to like <laughs> get some game from us? So it's normal now, my man, that it's 